Do you prefer chocolate or vanilla? I prefer vanilla. Today's process is this. Know thyself. An example. Sit back, relax. Let's light the lantern. Well, hello there, Rangers. Wade Skalski here, lawyer, online entrepreneur, and your guide to the understory. Because this place is filled with monsters and bandits, here comes your first warning. Although I am a lawyer, this podcast is not for legal advice. To work with me, you must have a signed agreement. This podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. All right, let's enter the understory. Remember, admission is free, but understanding always has a price. Let's light the lantern. What is up, Rangers? Those of you who are in the understory against your will, and those of you who are in the understory on paper, on purpose, Wade Skalski here, the understory lawyer. So, a couple things. One, if you're on the live stream right now, uh, you see I got this red mark on my nose. I got I got headbutted by one of my children. And it really hurt. Now I don't know if I broke. I don't know if I broke my nose. I don't think I broke it. But uh, it's one of those things they never tell you as an adult that uh, sometimes you're going to get injured by your children, even though you're bigger and stronger than them because they're sneaky. They'll just boom headbutt you, sneak attack. So, <laughs> so anyway, so I'm a little. I'm playing hurt today. I'm playing hurt. But we're going to talk a little bit about the concept of know thyself. Now, there's a Latin term for it that I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. Probably would have been useful for some pre-show research to figure that out. But um, just assume there is one. You can go look it up yourself if you want to learn a little Latin and sound fancy at a cocktail party. But it's ancient wisdom uh, in order to be able to figure things out about yourself. And it's important. And we hear this a lot. This is not a new concept, but it's a weird thing sometimes when you try to apply it because it's it's difficult to know well, what what is the advantage of knowing thyself. So there's there's easy ones like know your relationship with alcohol. Like are you the type of person who genetically can drink it and not have a problem or are you the type of person who you genetically you drink it and uh, everything burns to the ground? That's an easy one. Those things are probably useful to know. But I think more along the lines of uh, like a person, not on a genetic level, but more on a personality level. So here's a little prime example. So everyone is on the podcast. If you've listened to me at all, has heard me talk about the big five personality, uh, big five personality. And I've talked about it in terms of one of the things that have been a problem for me, which is conscientiousness, which is I score four on the conscientiousness scale, which means that 96 out of 100 people are naturally more conscientious than me. So I've had to really work very hard um, to fix that and to get strategies so that I don't put myself in position to where um, I get in trouble. And it's weird because conscientiousness is conscientiousness is a skill uh, or a personality trait that's important for making money. So, so uh, when I figured that out, I was like, oh, I got to figure this out. And I started to make a lot more money with the, when I became more conscientious. One of the reasons why I, uh, I email my list every day, one of the reasons why I do a daily podcast every day is to show that I have conquered at least to the majority of uh, the issues, the conscientiousness problem. So I can talk about it openly and you can look and see it's like, oh, yeah, OK, he does do a podcast every day. Um, he's going to get 365 and 365. And so, yeah, he can be conscientious um, because you do not do daily podcasting without being conscientious. 
So I recently discovered, though, a new little part of the personality test. And so I'm extremely high in enthusiasm. I think I'm an, I have to look at the numbers specifically, but I think I'm a 94%, which means that I'm, I'm, 90, I'm, I'm more enthusiastic than 94 of whatever it is, six other people, or there's only six people out of 100 that are more enthusiastic than me. And so I've always looked at this as an unbridled positive because I'm always like, we can do it, guys, and all that kind of stuff, right? And But there is one thing, though, that I recently had an, uh, an insight today that I thought was really awesome. So I listen to Russell Brunson's podcast, Marketing Secrets, every morning. And then when I get done listening to that, I'm going to listen to his In the Car podcast while I run through those. And the reason why I do that is I want to immerse myself in marketing. It's a it's part of the skill stack that I'm, I'm working on. It's my it's part of my, my Z project that I'm working on right now. And so I listen to it every day. And some days I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, whatever. He's like, because he, he goes through a lot of the same concepts because repetition is the mother of learning. And I always, always, always get something from it. But I don't expect to have a lightning bolt every day. Just like when you go to the gym every day, you don't expect to one day just magically be able to, you know, have a, a max out day. Um, but anyway, so today he was talking about, I don't even remember specifically what the rest of the podcast was about. I think it was getting discouraged if your funnel flops. And then he said, your funnel is always going to flop, basically your first one. And then what you do is that you take the data and then you te- keep testing it until you test until you create it. And I heard that and it it, it struck me like a lightning bolt. I mean, it went, oh yeah, it struck me like a lightning bolt. Maybe that's why my nose is red and hurts like I broke it because the lightning bolt hit me right in the face and knocked me out. And then I got amnesia about it and didn't know what happened about it. But... The reason why it struck me like a uh, lightning bolt was because I realized that I, when I create things, um, I it's like the you know the dip Seth Godin's the dip really gets me. So like I'm big into creation. If on the Kobe index, I'm a nine on a quick starter, right? Which means that if if you need something started or you need to do go in a new direction or you need to just kind of throw something out there and see if it works, I'm your guy. Just naturally, I'm your guy. So I don't have a problem. Um, I can I can create something out of anything. Like I'm very creative. I can create something out of anything. I can throw it out there and I can deploy it immediately because I'm a quick starter. But what I didn't realize for a very long time in my business is that I always thought that if you were to deploy something and it didn't work, that that the concept itself didn't work, which was oh you didn't deploy the right thing, and so you're looking for kind of that lightning in a bottle. And the the, the bad part of that thought process was is sometimes I do get lightning in a bottle and I deploy things and they just work right away. And so you know my 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 life is a, is a people like oh wait things always seem to work out for you. Well they they only see because I I'm just out creating everyone. I'm just throwing things. Things, throwing things out there and seeing what sticks and I just keep doing it over and over and over again because I'm a quick starter and I'm high, you know, but but the high in enthusiasm part, the downside of that is I just expect everything to work because I'm very enthusiastic about it. Like this should always work. And I have this, I, I have sort of in my business life developed an unreasonable expectation of um, an unreasonable expectation of instant success. And then every time that I would get an instant success on something, then, and it stopped working, then I was like, oh, that doesn't work anymore. And that's not a good recipe for business success. One thing is the whole, he is true about the test until you create. All that deploying something does is it gives you data. Because if you think about it, if you think about it, even if you deploy something that makes you money, almost never do you deploy something that makes you all the money that you need. And so you're getting, so you're like, okay, this is making money. This is giving me data. This is being successful. Um, Now I need to keep testing to improve it. I need to review the data, 
reframe the new problem and restart, not start over, restart. And that's how you make things more profitable and bigger. But what would happen is, is that every single time that I would look at something, um, every single time that I would look at something, um, basically that wasn't working, I would, and if it didn't work, I would then go on to something else. Well, it's really difficult to get momentum that way. So I'm not saying that you should just never switch tacks, but you have to give stuff enough time, enough time with a gestational period to um, to have success. And then even if you do have success, you have to give it enough time to be able to um, to get more successful. And that's how you get to get, and then you get more successful and you get momentum. So the know thyself or the idea of the, is that if I wouldn't have known that I'm like super, super high in enthusiasm, it never would have occurred to me that maybe I have too high of an expectation or, or I should say when someone says, don't think, expect things to work right away, I can put that in context with myself and be like, oh, this is a, a connection. Make that connection. I'm like, oh, okay. And then that makes me 10 times more effective, a hundred times more effective. And I stop shooting myself in the foot. So just a quick one today. That's just an example of how you can do, uh, how know thyself can be very helpful. But I had to take the Kobe index and take the big five personality scale. Um, Those are just actual tactical tools that you can do to know thyself. And then I have to then immerse myself into marketing and podcasting and other stuff to be able to draw those connections. And so, uh, but then once you do, they're very, very powerful. So what I want you to do is I want you to take out your Ranger Field journal. If you don't have a Ranger Field journal, take out a regular journal. If you don't have a regular journal, for the love of God, Take out, go buy yourself a journal. But for right now, take out your unicorn trapper keeper from the fifth grade. And what I want you to do is I want you to just write down in there, know thyself. And what is an area of your life that is a mystery to you of things that you do and you don't know why that you do or an area that you're not succeeding and you don't know why you're not succeeding. And maybe it has something to do with just how you're wired, uh, how you're wired either your personality or genetically uh, that, that disposes you towards not having success in that area for some reason. Like me being way too high in enthusiasm, not way too high in enthusiasm, being high in enthusiasm, which causes me to have a, a, an unrealistic expectation of success and everything. Cause I'm like, this is going to work this time. It's we're going to do it. So, uh, so yeah, it's a process and it takes time, but just remember there is no end if you stand the path to understanding. If you are listening to this podcast and you are an online entrepreneur, I know exactly what it feels like to be you because I am one. I know what it's like to know that you are smart and work your ass off, but always feel like you cannot get traction. I know what it feels like to have your spouse support you outwardly, but on the inside, they're saying to themselves, is this going to work? And I know that you want to create something in business, but you always end up chasing the same dollar over and over. Or maybe you want to create something in the arts, but you feel like you shouldn't play there. So you wander in the forest, stuck in the understory. I spent over 40 years there fighting the same monsters and bandits over and over. And when I discovered that if you learn what the understory is and you start to go there on purpose, you can find a clearing where you have clarity and power in your commerce, connections, and creations. You handle the forest like a badass ranger with the proper mindsets and skill sets that you need. Not once chosen for you by some guru or your parents, but chosen by you on paper on purpose. We can walk the understory together, but I cannot find you unless you raise your hand and say, I'm over here. Subscribe to my email list at understorylawyer.simplecast.com. Let's find your clearing together, a place free of entanglements, a place with a bedrock foundation, and a place where you set the boundaries, not anyone else.